Have you ever wondered what's watching you in the dark? Listen as the modern Morai drags you into the macabre. We hope you like small life spaces. Welcome back to the modern Moirai. It is Bria and Tila and Kara. What kind of anonymous animal are you today? I'm cranky. Like, I'm super irritated. Are you a Doing these minis back to back really is like good for you because I think the bipolarness is just really shining. Scorpion. I'm a fucking scorpion tonight. She's a scorpion. Damn. You can't see me without a black light, and I'm going to kill you. Whether or not you like it. I'm just kind of feeling it. I like that our animals just keep getting darker and darker. <laughs> I know. She's like murder, <laughs> punching. <laughs> yeah. She started out pretty cuddly and then she's like, now I'm a reptile and now I'm just going to fucking stab but you. But I'm punching. <laughs> yeah. A punching reptile and now she's a critter that stabs. <laughs> I, just, I just hate everybody. I love it. Just fucking stabby stab. Like fucking die. I just... <laughs> This is what happens when I don't have sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I know. All right. So right now we are taking a small break. So you are enjoying our little April mini episodes for the month uh, while I am out of town. So this is past Bria. Future Bria is gone. Anyway, today's episode, we're going to have a little cute little questionnaire. We're going to learn some common phrases and their fucked up meanings behind them. Okay. Have you guys ever heard... Of a snafu. Snafu. Yes. Define that for me. What do you think that means? Go ahead, Tila. Oopsie. Oopsie fucking poopsie. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> so it is something has gone somehow wrong. But the word actually originates from World War II. It's a military acronym. S-N-A-F-U. And it stands for Situation Normal All Fouled Up. <laughs> And it describes the perspective that in war, the only things that are normal are terror, murder, and other crimes and atrocities. In short, nothing really goes right in war. So that means it's snafu'd. Snafu'd. All right. So there's no atheist in foxholes. Mm -hmm. Kind of the same thing. Same thing. So our next one is the phrase Paying through the nose. So it means that you're paying more than whatever, a property, an item, whatever, your wife. You're paying more (laughs) than is. Than what you should, yeah. Paying more than the product is worth. Yes. So that is today's meaning is paying through the nose. But where it comes from is that it's linked through a nose tax from Norse mythology, which means that like any atrocities committed or anything hey, like what? that, they would cut your nose. Yes. You would pay what? through <laughs> them cutting your nose. Danes used to run uh, their areas using nose tacks. What the shit? <laughs> so you're like, welcome. We're just chopping it off. We're cutting off little pieces of your nose. <laughs> when you hear somebody say that, be like, let me help you. Yeah, here, I've got scissors. <laughs> I got scissors. <laughs> now we're getting into spices. Uppity. 
tell me what you guys think uppity means. Uh, well, Kara yeah, at the beginning of this episode was a little uppity. <laughs> She's still uppity. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're stabbing me. I'm calling you uppity. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, this is a phrase I'm probably never going to use again. Uppity currently is a person who who's like self-important or they're like being extra. But where it actually comes from is a Jim Crow era term used to describe a black person who was successful or essentially didn't view themselves as a second class citizen. It was a derogatory term for them being successful. Uh-uh. That's some fucked up shit. It is a fucked up shit. <laughs> so just striketh the uppity from your vocabulary from now on. <laughs> yeah, nobody use uppity anymore. Nobody use it. It's <laughs> done. It's dead. It's died. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. All right. Meet a deadline. Tell me, tell me, tell me what it means. Go ahead. A deadline? To turn in your work or assignment or whatever on time. Yes. But this one fucking blew my mind. So where it comes from is it's actually a Civil War term. It was used at Andersonville Prison, a Confederate prison for Union soldiers. The prison only existed for about 14 months, but it was built to accommodate a maximum of 10,000 people in a stockade, and it was surrounded by tall pine logs. So within that compound was another fence surrounding the prisoners. And that was called the deadline. It was built 20 feet away from the surrounding walls to stop anyone from climbing over or tunneling under. And sentries were posted in pigeon roosts to shoot any prisoner who crossed or touched the fence. To make matters even worse, there were massive overcrowding and it caused nearly a third of all the prisoners who were sent there to die from poor, poor sanitation, malnutrition, disease, overcrowding, exposure to the elements. Not to mention if you touched a fence, you would get shot. Shit. That is what the original deadline is. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So be grateful your employer isn't shooting you for not making making your shit on time. That's pretty awful. <laughs> That's pretty awful. Yeah, damn. Yeah. But now, Kara, you can put a new meeting to the deadline with your employees if you wanted to. Uh, I'm not that type of manager, but yeah, <laughs> I guess I could. Yeah. Uh, All right. So the next one is skeleton in the closet. Like a secret that... I'm going to take somebody that I wrong and I'm going to bury him in the basement and help him where he finds him. <laughs> that is a literal uh, term, yes. <laughs> that's very literal, I yeah. Mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. That would be skeleton in the basement, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a like a secret that somebody hides, basically, or like has that they don't share. I guess that's Maybe what a secret you're is. You're embarrassed about but... that you don't want other people to know about. Exactly. So, where it comes from isn't definitive, okay? But it is the most prominent theory and that is that 18th century doctors used to hide cadavers in their closet so they could use them for experiments and teaching because body snatching was like a thing people mm -hmm. like it was a hot commodity to sell dead bodies to get dead bodies for teaching for school and all stuff that was a big thing so it's these doctors having skeletal literal cadavers in yeah. their fucking closets <laughs> they're like i got this one <laughs> 
Got it. Got skeleton. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. All right. Basket case, Kara. No, just kidding. <laughs> basket case. You mean my day-to-day life? <laughs> yeah, just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. All right. Basket case. Um, I'm going to say this comes from 18th century England. Oh, no. Tell me what it means. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, I'm going to say it is a probably poor female who at some point had some sort of basket that they collected things in, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm literally making this what? up. I have no idea. Basket case. I have literally no basket idea. Basket case, like, if you use it now, if you call somebody a basket case, you're calling them crazy. <laughs> yeah, but 90% of the time, like they were just the... The origin of the word doesn't have any reflection on modern day use. <laughs> I know. So, that's why you're just telling me what know. it means. Where have you been the last like I five know. ones that we've done? It's the same format. Uh, we haven't changed what formats. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. Trying to get smart with it. I really have no fucking idea. But when I say 18th century, you got quiet. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm onto something. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. Basket case. It's probably off of a fucking movie in the 90s. (laughs) What's a basket case? I'm just saying. It was probably off of a movie in the 80s. And everyone's like, more basket case. I'm going to use this word. Who knows? to clarify a basket case is Kara right now <laughs> yeah a crazy person which could be okay. from a 1980s movie or an 1800s fucking court case you don't have literally, to guess I will literally tell you I will literally tell you in a minute <laughs> I'm just telling you they could both be the same thing okay. so it's a crazy person <laughs> Right? <laughs> Tito's correct. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I gotta calm down before I jump into the actual meaning. I'm dying. I'm deceased. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, where it actually comes from is a U.S. military term from World War One. <laughs> Sorry, a 90s movie? I'm just fucking dying. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I wish she, like, disagrees. Uh, That's bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. There's gotta be something cooler than that. Come on now. Uh, Fucking try it not to die. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> World War One, where soldiers who'd lost arms. See, now I can't even fucking say it because I'm laughing and it's terrible. Okay. <laughs> okay, so a U.S. military term from World War One, where soldiers who'd lost arms or legs in battle were literally carried off the battlefield in a, in a basket. And that is what they call oh, basket shit. cases. <laughs> How did that get like? (laughs) Oh, God. That was too much. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so basket case is actually very grim. Very grim. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but like the other ones I can see like a relation to how we translate it now. This one I've got nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a little disappointed that I was so far off the mark. (laughs) 
<laughs> Kara, you were like. <laughs> I was way off the mark. You were so. <laughs> the mark wasn't even in the galaxy that you were in. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. But the terms when you say basket case, it's mental issues. So I don't know. Dark as fuck right there. All right. So fucked up. I actually love that way more than what was going on in my head. So <laughs> I, I, we got well, a glimpse. That's why I love the macabre. We got a glimpse. <laughs> it doesn't matter how dark and deep I think it's going to be. It always takes it a step further. <laughs> it does. I love about the macabre. <laughs> the macabre. All right. Cakewalk. This one actually hurts my heart. It's another one that I am going to strike it from the record. But tell me what you guys think a cakewalk is. A cakewalk. Easy breezy. Or like what it means today. Let me, let me, what does cakewalk mean today? Let me ask you that. Easy. Path to success. It's a cakewalk. It's going to take no no effort on your part. Yeah. Exactly. So this is going to be so left field because I had no idea. And the more I read, the more I was like, what the actual fuck? So it actually comes from the time of American slavery. Slaves would have an annual ball that featured an event called a cakewalk, where they dress up like the white slave owners and mimic their walk. The best walk impersonation would would earn a cake. And it wasn't as rebellious as it sounds to because apparently like the plantation owners oversaw the cakewalk. And they knew that the slaves like were in on the joke. Yeah, they knew they were making <laughs> fun of them and they were like allowing it and all that stuff. So the cakewalk eventually made it into minstrel shows with white performers in blackface mocking black slaves, mocking white people. So it's like Jesus, it went it went even further. <laughs> so cakewalk, it's stricketh from the record (laughs) yeah it's like humiliation on top of humiliation that's pretty fucked up yeah yeah it's fucking bad cakewalk can go fuck itself (laughs) all right well we've ruined another word for you guys sorry (laughs) all right cat got your tongue cat got your tongue yeah what does that mean today this is me pretty much all of the time (laughs) you can't remember you you can't spit out what you're trying to say yes so there's two theories that are kind of behind this uh one is that it's a term that comes from be uh, people being in such unbearable pain that they couldn't even talk after they were publicly flogged with a cat of nine tails whip for punishment Ooh. or probably not as kinky as it sounds probably sounds pretty bad or <laughs> in medieval times um anyone who committed blasphemy would have their tongue cut out and fed to cats yeah. So there's some yum yums for you. Either way, it doesn't sound pleasant. Mm. Okay, this one kind of blew my mind. Baker's dozen. Tell me what that means today. I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be something horrible that we should never talk about because. Kara's <laughs> like, you've ruined all the words. <laughs> it's like 13. It's an extra and a dozen. Yes. It originally came from, this one's like way fucking old. It came from the 13th century in Britain. And under the reign of Henry III, a statute called the Aziz of Bread and Ale stated that bakers could lose their hands, yes, chop off their hands, for selling customers, air quote, lighter bread or loaves of lesser quality. Uh, And because it was hard to make loaves like 
exactly the same way every single time. The bakers would just throw in a small piece of extra bread or a small loaf on top of it if the customer ordered 12. Hmm. That's what would create the baker's dozen just so that it was ne- they were never accused of short weighing the buyer. <laughs> so you don't lose a hand? <laughs> oh, not one. Both of them. Yeah, Those Jesus. bitches be gone. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, here's a half a loaf of bread so I don't lose my hands. Here yes, you go. <laughs> exactly. Here you go. On the okay. house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, blue blood. Tell me what that, how that is used today. Blue blood. I don't know. Chicago fucking police force. Oh, fuck. I've never thought about that. Oh, yeah. I didn't either. I would have thought like rich kid. It's literally a TV show about Chicago blue blood. (laughs) Oh. My father was a firefighter. Your dad's a firefighter. You're a firefighter. Your kids are going to be It's an ancestral thing. Yeah. That's what blue bloods are. Aristocratic aristocratic families are usually referred to as, as blue bloods too. So that's kind of where my thought, like royal family kind of deal, but you're not wrong. Uh, more modern era, mostly like 20s, 30s, 40s. That's where they call them blue bloods in the... Chicago, but, but yeah. So blue blood actually comes from the Spanish phrase sangre azul, which is blue blood. Um, so aristocratic families coined the term after Spain conquered Moorish lands in 1834 and to refer the, to the fact that they were uncontaminated by the Moorish or Jewish blood because their complexions were fair that you could see their blue veins through their skin, and they would call them blue bloods. Really? Interesting. Yeah. All right, so we're on our last few. So blockbuster, how is that used today, blockbuster? I don't know. If you have a blockbuster, you're obviously old enough to buy alcohol. (laughs) Um, It's like a hit, like a new movie hit. Yeah. What are you talking about, Kara? Is it an alcoholic drink? No, she's talking about the... Oh my god, the fucking where you wouldn't buy movies. Blockbuster. I thought you said something about 21 and alcohol. That's why I wasn't sure. Yeah, because if you have a Blockbuster card, you are obviously old enough to buy alcohol because there's no way on earth you're under 40. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting it. You two are really not... I feel like I have to keep translating the two of you tonight. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's true. Because Teal's like, I know what she's saying. (laughs) And you're like, I know what Bria's saying. You two don't know what you're saying. (laughs) You two don't know what the fuck's going on here. (laughs) Welcome to Tila being the middle child. (laughs) Yeah. She lives in both our worlds (laughs) and she like communicates to both of us. (laughs) True story. That's funny. All right. What does it actually mean? What it is, is that the British had what was called blockbuster bombs or cookies uh, used by the British Royal Air Force where they would, they're like huge cylinders. Some are 4,000 pounds, some are larger, completely filled with explosives that would cause massive damage to buildings. And it wasn't until after the war in 1957 that about 10 years after that is when it started being coined in the entertainment industry. Oh, shit. So from bombs to movies, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, interesting. That's actually very interesting. It's weird how those things have evolved. Like, for sure. I don't know. Okay, so our last one, which I loves it, 
is sinister. So how is sinister used today? Mm, Ill intent. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I think that's the core of it right there. So it does have a quite interesting past. It derives from the Latin word sinister, which I'm pretty sure is pronounced completely different than how it said it, but it's spelled the same and I can only (laughs) read English. so. So the Latin word sinister meant left or on the left side. And in many languages from Bavarian to Irish, the word for left-handed people also meant crooked, deficient, weakest, so on and so on. In English, the word left comes from the Anglo-Saxon word lift, L-Y-F-T, which means weak or broken. Which is really funny that that's a thing now. Lift. I know. I was like, <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah, I was going to say anything, but I didn't. By the 15th century in England, left-handedness had evolved to mean evil and was sometimes seen as a mark of the devil. And they said that witches used left hands to curse their marks. And because it had such a bad meaning to it, left-handed people were forced to switch hands to avoid the, the stigma. I mean, obviously, that's not the case today. But yeah, left-handed people. That's where Sinister came from. Listen. Interesting. I, I, I just got to be honest. I got to be honest. And a lot of people are not going to agree with my opinion. But you know what? It's my podcast and I'm going to say it. So whatever. I have this guy I work with and I just, I can't, I, I, I just can't do it. Like I'm kind of at the breaking point. He's like, he's super left and he's constantly just talking about how he's left-handed. He's left-handed and he always leaves the scoops on the left-hand side. No one else is left-handed. <laughs> We all want it on the right side. This guy, oh he's always got it on the left hand side. Uh, so he's a he's a great kid, and I love him to death. But he is left handed, so like he'll he'll leave the scoops on the left side, and I'm like, where? Oh, oh, it's over here, and I'm so confused. <laughs> You're like, welcome. Going on? You're welcome. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, was I was like where the fuck is this going <laughs> yeah I was too I was like uh. anyways alright so if we touched on your favorite phrase or tell us your favorite phrase out of there or if you have a favorite phrase and you want to email us email us at themodernmoirai at gmail.com or you can follow us on the socials facebook at modernmoirai Instagram at modern.moirai.pod Twitter at the Modern Moirai or TikTok at the Modern Moirai or you're more than welcome to share us on Facebook word of mouth, Instagram whatever you guys can share us on we would amazingly appreciate it and also if you could rate us on 5 stars on iTunes or if your podcast following interests that helps us immensely and we would really appreciate it and you can also join us next week for another story into the short macabre. The short the macabre. macabre. The short macabre. The short. <laughs> We're shorty, shorty, shorty. All right. Peace out. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.